Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's the third hour of the show. So you know what that means, right? You need some water? <laughs> Hold that thought. No, I'll go. You, 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 you rinse out and I'll go. Okay. But it's the third hour of Barton Han. Everybody knows. Get the damn thing before you can hit the bell, man. Everybody knows. You done? You digest it? I'm ready. It's the power hour, 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 hour. Do it short for you today. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good. You know what? Because he made no quality. Today was the day you were supposed to do it. You want me to do another one? Hey, you you want me to do the bell too? Can we get some floss? Some floss. I took a I took a bite of the sandwich like right before, so maybe that's not good. But that, I'll give it a tuna, shot. Tuna fish? No, this is just like some uh, turkey, cheese. Just quick from home today. Quick. American cheese? Provolone. Okay. I don't do American cheese. What do you got against a race? Uh, against America? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that if you want to go straight to the uh, the heart of the issue, as you feel about a particular country, what type of cheese are they eating? Why don't you go to Swiss? I don't like Swiss. Did I call it you Swiss? like Swiss? Switzerland. Hmm? You like Swiss cheese? I think I, I hate it. What do you mean? Swiss, really? Swiss cheese has I, a, a I lot hate of American funk. cheese. Swiss cheese is really funky and it's good because it has the perfect taste to it when you put it on um, pastrami or corned beef. I just do pro- I, I do provolone on a lot of those. Like you could just like spread it out. I'm not a, I'm not opposed to Munster, but I'm not like an American guy. Munster and Colby. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Jacob is a big Swiss guy. Yeah, Swiss. Big Swiss. Swiss has that little funky taste to it. It's yeah, like, the it funky taste. Like, no, yeah. no, no, not funny. It just has a, it has a good taste that, that goes good against meat. You know how you figure out what wine you're going to drink with what, what depending on what meat you eat? Swiss cheese banging with certain stuff. Like you said, the pastrami and Swiss. All right, here we Let's do this. So you you setting me up or am I just, I'm belting it out? No, no, you just go ahead. I'll right. the bell. Here we go. You got it here. I'll show you how it's done. Here you go. All right, he's doing the bell. Ready? It is the third hour of the show, which means <clears throat> it's the power hour, 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 hour. How was that? You, you sound like the dude off training day. I had my stuff pushed in, bro. What did I do? About five, six, maybe something like that. I still got my voice, which is important, just to be able to get through the rest of the show. Good but job with you with but, the bell. But you see how flaw, flawless the bell was? I, I was so concentrating on that, I didn't okay. get a chance All to right. hear the bell. I wanted to make sure I delivered the, the power hour stuff. Um, Giants. You know, we talked about it briefly with the Daniel Jones situation, Saquon Barkley. It's almost like the Saquon situation, even though in a perfect world, look, I don't see a situation where the Giants are going to be able to sign both of these guys. One of them is getting the tag. The other one in a perfect world gets the deal. And it looks as if that if you're the Giants and trying to line things up the way you want them to be, Barkley's got to be the one to play under the tag because it's a lot cheaper for you, right? I I mean, I don't think that they could find a way to sign both of these guys to multi-year deals during this free agency period. Uh, Listen, quarterback always gets the preference. But 
Barkley's the more dominant player per position, right? If you ranked all the running backs, you would put Barkley higher than you would Daniel Jones. Uh, remember, Saquon Barkley is the prodigal son too, right? He's the gold jacket guy. He's the higher draft pick. All those things being said, you might franchise uh, Daniel and satisfy and, 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 and punt and kick down, kick the ball down, the can down the road because you know you got Kenny Galladay coming off the books. So you can maybe play Daniel underneath the salary cap and create some space with Leonard Williams to be able to give Saquon what he needs. I just feel like the fan base, right, would be upset with Giants fan with the Giants if they let Saquon Barkley go after he's coming off the type of the year that he came off of. Because Daniel Jones had a great year, but you know, Saquon Barkley's was more impressive being that he had no receivers. He had an offensive line that's trying to come together. Evan Neal wasn't the dominant Tristan Wirth that we thought he was going to be. And yet Saquon Barkley was everything for this team. And yes, Daniel Jones, you know, was the quarterback, but 15 touchdowns. I mean, I know he ran the ball well, didn't turn the ball over. So that's basically you giving a lot of credit to Saquon Barkley and the Wink Martindale defense for keeping you in games. Because the first, all those games were close games. First half of the season, Saquon was by far the most dominant player on the offense. Yeah. By far. And he hit a little bit of a dip there, you know, I would say around, what, November-ish, where he kind of maybe slowed down a little bit. I know he was battling some nagging injury and stuff. And not only that, and teams team played game plan and they figure exactly. out how, you know, the offense and how they're using them and take that away. And he still just continued to play at a high level. What do you have, over 2,000 yards of... of Combined? Yeah, Somewhere in that probably neighborhood. 2,000 yards of productivity. I well, mean, yeah, I mean, like, like if you're an imposing defense and you're and you're lining up to play the Giants, like, who's keeping you up at night? At least in terms of their wide receivers and in their passing game, it was nobody. Right. So when you talk, when you look at it, right. So you know, maybe you've franchised Daniel Jones and just deal with the hard cap, and you know, put the the, the non-exclusive on. And if somebody wants to come and get you two first-round draft picks, it's been real, you know, because he's not that good. I but, can't see that happening. But, but who's closer to a deal? Uh, Daniel Jones reportedly with Diana Rossini saying that he wants close to like he doesn't want 40 something he wants 30 something and if their numbers that low for him then it's like when you go to the grocery store you got to figure out okay listen both of these items are kind of high I got to pick one and how can I supplement the other one now I disagree I think that you can go get um Kareem Hunt and wouldn't miss a beat but it's the sentimental attachment that Tish and Mara has for Saquon Barkley. He's the face of the franchise, and he's not the quarterback, but he's the face of the franchise. Remember, they already had talks during the bye week. What was that, back in November? And Saquon turned down $12 million a year. But he's not going to get what the likes of Christian McCaffrey and those other dudes but are getting. Can they find a place in the middle? I don't it, see why is, they can't. Is it easier going up $2 million or $1.5 million, or is it easier to go up and say, I'm going to spend this money for Daniel Jones? See, they're trying to get Daniel Jones at a bit of a – Kylan Kaepernick, uh, Andy Dalton type of, man, I can't believe he signed that type of deal. But does that deal have the same flexibility in it potentially that Dak Prescott has? Because Dak just got paid two years ago, but you're saying after this year he can opt out. And remember, though, no matter which of these guys, like let's say if the Giants put the tag on them in the next two weeks, they still have until the middle of July to be able to get something done with them. Well, Long term, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they have until July 15th, I think it is, to work out a long term deal with somebody you put yeah. the franchise tag on. Well, I, I would ask our callers if you only can have one, who's easier to replace? Ooh. Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones? 
Now, nor you know, you know what's funny about that? It's a good question. It's a good question because your first instinct is to say the, the running back's easier to replace. Of course, I mean the quarterback's more important, but it's not that many. Not in this case, it's not that many dual threats receiving type of running backs that can be both. Saquon is 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 easy. Is could, 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 he could give you seven hundred receiving yards and give you thirteen hundred rushing. And it's not easy. only that. Saquon is Saquon and everything about him. You're right. But let's say if you put if Saquon, let's say, was on Kansas City and his quarterback was Patrick Mahomes, then, of course, you'd say goodbye, Saquon, because you got Patrick Mahomes. Daniel Jones ain't that guy. Daniel Jones not an elite quarterback. He's not top 10. You know what I'm saying? So he hasn't experienced success without Saquon Barkley playing. Or Brian right? so, so when he was hurt, he hasn't had success like that. You know, Saquon hit the league by storm his first year. So, I mean, you can say, well, would you rather have Saquon and Jimmy G or Saquon and, and Derek Carr? Or would you rather have Kareem Hunt and and would you rather have Kareem Hunt and Daniel Jones? Or would you rather have Miles Sanders and Daniel Jones? Which combination can you can would you rather live with uh, Saquon as the guy that's retained or Daniel Jones as the guy who's retained? It's a good question. 800 919 Let's get to the phones here. Peter in Staten Island. He's up next here on 987 ESPN. Peter, how you doing? Well, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hey Pete. All right, listen, I did some math. So let's let's figure this out. The Giants want to pay. Daniel Jones wants forty five million. Barkley wants fourteen million. Right in total, that's fifty nine million. The Giants have to give up to get both of them for long term deals. Right. If we franchise Jones, we get him for thirty two million. Right. That's a savings. Yeah, but that's a hard that's a hard cap number. That's a that's a hard cap number though, because it's not prorated out. So it's a hard cap number because it's a one-year deal, which makes it harder to have flexibility. Where if you get them to deals, then you can push that money down the road. It can be prorated, and that takes it doesn't have the same salary cap hit. Right, but then now if you look, if we go down the entire line, mm-hmm. if Jones asks for thirty-eight, if we give Jones thirty-eight million, Barkley twelve, that's fifty million. And then we could turn around, give Jones thirty-two million on the franchise tag, give Barkley his fourteen. That's forty-six million. They're saving four million off the top anyway. But then you have to. But, know, like, but then what about the rest of your uh, off season? Jones did a great job last year, but he can regress. We don't know. You know, they didn't give him the extension because they didn't know what they were going to get. He did really well last year. This year, we still don't know what he's going. So, so if we you, give him so, the franchise tag, we keep him for a year. And then we see what we can do. Then maybe next year we can give him a deal. He's not a Patrick Mahomes money guy. But, Peter, here's the thing you got to remember in all Giant fans, and thanks for the phone call. Price going up, too. Price going up, which is always going to keep going up. It's going to go up. The Great. other thing is that if you want to continue to bring the best football out of Daniel Jones, guess how you go about doing that, Bart? By surrounding him with good players. Amen. And so how are you going to go about surrounding him with good players? you got to have cap space. Yeah. you got to have money. you got to have flexibility. Stuck with Kenny Galloway for a whole nother year. They re-signed Isaiah Hodgins. That'll get it done. Here's a, you want me to throw a name at you? And I'm not saying, look, I'm not trying to kick uh, Saquon Barkley out the door. I'm not. I know, I, rec- I recognize his value for the Giants. I do. Here's a name. You want to talk about, like, you may not have to break the bank over at running back, and injuries are bringing down the number and stuff like that, but when he plays, dude is productive as hell. You know he's a free agent? And he no. played just five games last year, and he's been phased out at his other team. They've moved on. Melvin Gordon? Rashad Penny. Who? Seattle. Ah, uh, 
You know what he's you know what he's averaging lifetime in the NFL in the four years per per carry? He's been hurt a lot though. He's been hurt a lot, but he averages five point seven yards a freaking touch. Yeah, Kenneth Walker's a beast, but yeah, they they're moved on from him. He's gone. Yeah, but think about it. This is a guy, and injuries have been an issue. Wasn't he a first round draft pick? Didn't he spend a first round draft pick on this? He team? was a first round pick. You're darn right. Well, from what uh, San Diego or something? Uh, like that? San Diego State. Yeah, he 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 played fourteen, ten, then only three games in 2020, ten games in 2021 and only five games last year. So in the last three seasons, he's played 18 games. And that's one of the reasons why you may not have to break the bank for him. He might take a one-year kind of prove-it deal, then reestablish his market if he could stay healthy. Dude, even if you bring back Saquon Barkley. But he doesn't catch like Saquon. Saquon uh, no, he's not a multi-threat guy, no. That's why I say Kareem Hunt, because Kareem Hunt can catch the hell out of Kareem the ball. Kareem Hunt's more Kareem expensive, Hunt, though. What, $5 million? He made $5 million this year. What do you mean? The most he's he ever made in a year is $5 million. He's not going to get paid. He's already got phased out and been the second back. Six mil. He made six million last year. Right. I mean. And remember, he he wanted to be traded because he knew he was getting. He knew he was never going to be the number one guy anyway. So you can give him. You can give Nick Chubb six million dollars, seven million dollars. Nick, I me, mean, not Nick Chubb. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt lines up at receiver. You mentioned his name the other day. He's a little bit older. He's going to be thirty-one. Raheem Mostert. Yeah, he can't stay healthy either, though. Yeah. That's the thing. All these fast guys like having a Ferrari or, or a Lamborghini. Check engine light always on. Well, that's a problem with him. And speed is so much a part of his game that at that age at 30. You know Raheem Mostert, once upon a time, when he was still. He was uh, a jet. He was everywhere. When when he was still like on practice squads. I think maybe it was in Cleveland back in the day. Like this, like nobody even knew who he was. He used to call my show, my national show. And he was like, I used to play, I play in the NFL. And I mean, we're like, who are you, whatever. And then he would like tell the producer over there, we have to look him up. He used to call my show all the time when he was just trying to make it in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Now, now try and get him to Now call. you can't get, forget it. Maybe if he needs help uh, signing with a team here, we'll yeah. see. Kyle in Jersey up next year. Kyle, what's going on today? Yo, what's up, guys? Glad to listen to the show. Listen, you got to listen to Bart. Bart said a long time ago, he said, we should have not drafted Saquon and gone and got Sony Michelle. I was listening to the show then, and he said you can you you can always get a running back. Always. I know well, you never Saquon, take a running back second overall. Like, listen, I like Saquon. I'm a Penn State huge fan, right? However, in this case, Danny Dimes is your quarterback, bro. That's our quarterback. That's bottom line. As, okay, and number two, you can get another running back. Miles Sanders is available from Philly. Yep. Philly ain't going to sign Miles. Yep. So, I mean, it's just giving so you an Boston example. Boston Scott. I mean, I'm sorry, Boston Scott. No, I'm they both saying, are. Boston Scott. But they both are, exactly. Yeah. Kareem so Hunt. think about it. Kareem Hunt. Bart, listen to Bart. Bart said he broke it down. He was going crazy on that, on that, on the show that day. And and he's right. And, in, in, you know, in uh, in – Listen, guys, I enjoy the show, but I, you got a quarterback. Give this guy some yeah, money. It's hard to not find gonna, it. Dave's not going to cause you cause you a lot, but if you put good guys around this kid, they're going to be in the playoffs next year again. Trust me when I tell you, this team is the Giants are going to be uh, are moving in the right yeah. direction. Kyle, Kyle, I hear you, but you know what? Here's the problem when you're the Giants. Remember we talked about this. Got to get out his feelings. You got when you get to this point, the hardest thing to do is to stay there. You know, it, we've seen teams go and then take a step backwards. How do you stay at this point and continue to get better? Giants can't be satisfied with where they're at. Okay, you want a playoff game, big deal. We saw the gap I mean, between them and Philadelphia. Man, that, that entire division is going to be get a rude awakening next year when they have to play a better um, 
out out of the, out of conference uh, schedule. Remember, they had it. They had the easiest right. schedule. Everybody in that conference had the easiest uh, schedule last year. It's going to be a lot more difficult this year. Here's another name we haven't even brought him up yet, and I think you could. Pro- I'm, I'm again. You just Gus Edwards spitballing. No, I wish he ain't going to cost you. He probably won't even command fourteen million hey, a did, year. You just balled out with Pacheco in the Super Bowl. I know how great was that. And then in the parade, he spotted that he was wearing the Rutgers gear in the parade. The sweatshirt, the pants, fantastic. Jamal Williams, Jamal seventeen Williams. touchdowns this year. Lions. Yeah, but they're not letting him go nowhere. They got plenty of salary cap space. I'm he ain't just going saying. He's the heart and soul of their team, bro. He ain't going 17 nowhere. Seventeen. He just he just got there. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Stop it. DeAndre Swift got him down there. Stop, stop. It's like Boopy from Varsity Blues. Like, Boopy gets you down there, then they, they bring in the other guy to come in and score the touchdown. Clean up Hell the no. mess or whatever. Yeah, man, stop it, man. 17 tutties. Nah, man. 17. He, he ain't going nowhere, man. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. There's a lot going on right now, uh, to say the least. Uh, with Alabama and the basketball program, I don't know how many people are really up to date on all the news. It's look, it's a, it's a big story, not for good reasons. As far as the on the court is concerned, Alabama, and when you all get ready to fill out your brackets in a few weeks, I mean Alabama is a name that you know is probably going to do some good things. They're ranked second in the country. They were number one at one point here. They're, they're I mean they're they still got Avery Johnson as the coach. No, that's an eight oats. Avery, I don't know what is Avery. Avery, Avery was calling the game the other night. The, as a matter the, of fact, the, the admiral, high pitched Avery. Um, so Alabama's really, really good on the court. And they won a game last night on the road at South Carolina. And the guy who helped get them there is one of their star players. He's a freshman. His name is Brandon Miller. 41 points, career high, game-tying basket, force overtime, game winner in the extra session. Really, really good. But Brandon Miller, um, playing that game last night, Bart, he's a guy, and 
not too long ago here this season, unfortunately, there was a tragedy involved in the program. They had a guy on their team who's now being charged um, with murdering a girl. Um, and Brandon Miller is somebody who apparently received a call from the suspect and helped he, deliver the weapon. Well, he was headed that way, going right. to pick him up. He never touched the weapon. And he didn't know what he was planning to use the weapon for. Correct. Yeah, he's a freshman. Like, you know, a, a older guy says, "Hey, man, come bring bring my bring my gun or you know, my guns in the car when you come over. I, I need it." I mean, when when I went to college, it was you know guys had guns all the time. They went to the range. They went to do stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't for criminal activity. Why would you think anybody that plays basketball and has a bright future if you're on a team and getting a free scholarship? would be trying to do something like that and call and implicate you. So, you know, the the district attorney said he's not a person of interest. He's not being charged with anything. And, you know, a lot of people don't like the optics about him playing because they think it's about their number two ranking. But if he's not being charged with anything right. and he wasn't there, I mean, he was there, but he didn't know what was going on and he's not implicated in any wrongdoing, I don't know what you can expect them to do because – He's there to play basketball. He didn't do anything that that um, he should not be able to do what he went there to do for. And it was, this all took place on January the 15th. And unfortunately, like I said, it was a tragedy. A 23-year-old young woman, um, she lost her life that night. And more importantly, there's a 5-year-old out there who doesn't have a mother anymore. Right. It's so, a I mean, it's, 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 it's awful. And it's not a joking manner in any stretch. However... You know, you brought up something to where, you know, people are going to look at this thing cynically and look at the fact that, hey, it's college sports. And the NCAA, certainly, you know, their reputation, their name has been tarnished and dragged through the mud over the years. And f- most of the time, it's deservedly so here. So people look at this and say, well, you have this guy who was at least in the conversation, you know, while this whole case unfolded, and he hasn't been charged and won't be charged. The district attorney said, you know, what do you want us to charge him with? We have nothing. And they even have surveillance footage and all this stuff. He never left the car. Never. So so there's nothing they're going to charge him with. But to those who look at it from, you know, 30,000 feet, if you will, and just see, okay, you have the number two ranked basketball team in America. You've got one of their better players. Then you have this situation come to a head that the only reason he's playing is because they need to win games and to keep their ranking up so they can go ahead and win a national championship here. I can understand the sensitive nature of this all, Bart, but if you really examine the whole story, okay, Alabama, and look, Nate Oates, I'll say this about the coach. Nate Oates has given a couple of press conferences over the last week or so. You know, Ill-informed, but that's that's what happens. Didn't come off good. And he, you know what, he even did a, 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 a issued a mea culpa here afterwards because he didn't come off good in the first one. And it's not that he was being unsensitive, but I think you just put it right. You know, ill-informed maybe, and so... Yeah, because when, when you have a case and you don't have all the information, and then that, that's, just, that's just what happens, right? You don't have, and you speak without having all the facts. That's why it's tough, you know, you put these coaches out here and it's breaking, you know, uh, information that comes up to the case and then they make statements and they look stupid because they don't have all the information. And look, we've seen a lot of coaches over the years, you know, with different sports in college, different universities, to where they have players that are involved in no good, some of them criminal activity, and then they go ahead and they turn the other cheek. I mean, we all remember what happened with Baylor and that how that whole thing blew up in Art Bryles' face, among others. I mean, you know, the Penn State thing is the Penn State thing, and look, enough was said about that. But the cynical nature of this all is that people look at it and say, all they care about is winning. Keep the machine going here. 
But the kid is not being charged I, with a crime. I know that he's not. In, he's not. He's not implicated in any wrongdoing. So just take him out. So because you want him out, right? Like legally, lawfully, he did nothing wrong. So what am I supposed to do? Like I, because then then that kid has the ability to come after me lawfully, saying that he's his he's going to be the number one pick. Or top five pick. Right. I'm sorry, Wei Wei's going to be there, and, and, and Scoop's going to be there. But they got them, him ranked five. So he's going he's gonna to be that. So if you don't let him play, then he can sue you saying that you hurt his draft stock. I can respect, right? Because, again, it, it, it's an extremely sensitive nature. I can certainly respect some people who, maybe even those that are closer to the situation, that might be under the impression of maybe just to let it breathe a little bit. It maybe gave a bad optic it happened, having it him happened, play last night. It happened a month ago. I understand that. But at the time... But people, it happened a month ago. I, I totally get it. But if you wanted to say... Here, here's what I'm saying. If you wanted to say, okay, maybe just to maybe let the situation breathe, he doesn't play for a game or two. But then so how we what's let it breathe? fair? Right. That's what I'm saying. So what's fair? But like, how long? Is it one game? Is it two games? Is it three? You know what I mean? And so all, like, what's all, right? And all, and all for doing nothing wrong. Right. He's not getting no, charged. No, it just doesn't look right. We know you did nothing wrong, but let's just make sure that it looks correct. It's not. It's, and there were a lot, I don't look, think. I don't think it's insensitive. It's not like the kid that did it. They threw him off the team immediately, and then I think it was somebody else implicated as well that was there with him. So I don't. I don't know how. What do you want? Like, I mean, you look at you look at the tournament coming up. Should he not play the tournament? Should yeah. he just not play this year? Yeah, you're not going to suspend him for the rest of the year. You're not going to do any of that stuff. And, and and it shouldn't be. It's just I think the grave nature of something like this, and it's extremely extremely devastating as to what happened. It's almost like, well, let's, somebody's got to answer let's, for let's, it. Yeah, let's talk about gun violence. Let's talk about why why are college kids allowed to be able to own a gun? Why? Why isn't the? Why isn't that tw- at age twenty where you're not emotional and making emotional decisions because you're a college student and you, and you and you your first time away from home, first time living on your own, wilding out, getting being introduced to drugs, all kind of stuff. Why should Why should they even be able to own a, a gun legally? Let, let's have that conversation then. But nobody wants to have that conversation. So then, so like, I don't think the young man never got out of his car, like you said, right, and immediately left the scene once. Everything started happening, unfortunately, which of course led to the, you know, the murder of that young woman, and now some child out there doesn't have a mother, which is awful. Here was um, Greg Byrne, who's the athletic director at Alabama, talking about Brandon Miller's involvement in the whole situation. Brandon Miller was not there for the verbal altercation. Brandon was already on his way to pick up Darius when Darius texted him. Brandon never left his vehicle and was not involved in the collection of the weapon. The shooting occurred just seconds after Brandon arrived. Brandon has been fully cooperating witness and is not a suspect. What about the allegations that Brandon Miller is receiving preferential treatment? That's a fair narrative that people can immediately go to. What I have tried to think about this entire time is let's do what we think is right. What I felt is that Brandon needed to be treated fairly like any other student athlete. And that's what's been driving us through that. All right. And lastly... How does Bama decide to allow Brandon Miller to continue playing? When the incident happened, uh, it was a conversation between myself, Nate Oates, conversation with myself and the president. We have legal counsel involved for the university. Uh, we have uh, uh, our, our, our different offices within the university that are at least aware of it. Uh, and, and, and so 
we had normal conversations like we do for other issues. And, uh, and that information and was shared uh, collectively. And collectively, we decided that Brandon uh, was able to play. So there you have it. That's the AD, Greg Byrne for Alabama. I could see both sides of it. I can. But if you really get down to the facts, which some people may be, Bart, you know what? Some people may not even take that extra step. Mm-hmm. They just want to say, oh, delivered the murder weapon, was at the scene before everything went down, player shouldn't be playing. But it's not as cut and dry as that. It's not. It's and always th- a level of gray. What's that? It's always a level of gray. Of course. And you know, like I said, there, there were some, because I was watching the game last night. It was a great game. It's a great game. Analysts on ESPN. Guys who do a real great job. Uh, Sean Farnham, you know, longtime college basketball analyst. Uh, Johnny Crispin, you know, these guys have covered the game for a long time. Like, they were pretty passionate afterwards. And I think that, you know, they, I, I think maybe erred on the side more of it, it's not a good look. Right. Because it just seems like to a lot of folks who follow the game and are cynical about the NCAA standing and how, you know, college sports is maybe tarnished to a certain degree. And it's not as pure as it not not to a certain degree. It is. And it's not as pure as it once was. There's people that look at this as just yet another of many examples to where the NCAA comes off looking like fools and college sports in general. And all you care about is the almighty dollar in this situation and winning, winning, winning. So I would ask them, how long should he sit out then? That's what I said. Like what's fair? Like he's not going to be charged anything. Give he's me a not, solution. He, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't break any team rules. So sit out for what? Hey man, get, look. All you need to know is the legal authorities, district attorney. The quote was, "What are we going to charge him with?" Right. This is all on video. All the events described are ca- clearly captured on video. There is no dispute about Brandon's activities during this evening. Okay, that came from the district attorney. Never left, never left his vehicle. Not involved in the collection of the weapon. It's an unfortunate situation. Awful situation. Tragic situation. I mean, I don't know how many more times we could sit here and, and, and deliver that message. You wish it never happened. A million times over, you wish it never happened. And unfortunately, though, Bart, I mean, as is kind of with anything in this world, I mean, there's some people that are going to see it one way and other people are going to see it another way. Right? Yeah, so you just do what you feel is morally right and you live with that decision. But that's see, all here's, you can do. And the problem here is, like you said, do what you think is morally right. Well, that's what the school is doing, right? After collecting all the facts and everything. However, to some, that's still not good enough. And it still doesn't agree with what they feel. So if that's the case, then should, should we... Just suspend the whole game. They should. Alabama shouldn't be able to play games. Yeah, you want to put them on probation. Like, what do you want to do for the rest of the year? Like, you can't hold the others accountable, right? You can't hold the team accountable for what one individual did, right? The the one who pulled the trigger, the one who you know took that young lady's life. So, if that's if if you won't do that to to you know you can't do that to everybody. Then let me ask you this question, because a lot of people feel. That it's all about just winning and keeping the machine going. What if, if Alabama was not ranked second in America? Like, what if Alabama was sub-500 and you weren't even worrying about them going to the tournament this year or anything? Do you think people would be as fired up about this and him playing last night, for example, 
versus nope. where they are right now. No, because high profile. I agree. And a lot of those people that say shouldn't play are people that are fans of other teams. And all it hurts is Alabama. You could have Kentucky fans. Right. Right? You so, can have so a Tennessee noise, fans. A lot of that noise is coming from them. Right. Every, all the rivals in the SEC who are trying to compete with them for an SEC championship and all those things. Look, it, it, unfortunately, tragic situation. And you wish that the events could have been reversed. But fact of the matter is, from the authorities, everybody on down, fair to say wrong place, wrong time? I mean, he got he, man, he got in trouble for that. The, the coach said that. And he had to re- he had to retract that. That is the wrong play. It's unfortunate. If somebody called me right now, a roommate of mine said, "Hey Bart, man, yo, my gun's in the back. I need it. Can you bring it to me since you're already coming over?" I'm like, "All right." Deli- and, he, and he shoots somebody. I'm like, "You didn't say you were going to do that." Yeah, I didn't know. Th- like, I didn't know. I mean, if he knew, you would have hoped he would have called it in. Right. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure with a guy that know he's about to go to the NF- NBA next year. And somebody say, hey, bring me a gun. I'm about to kill somebody. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure they now say, oh, sure. I'm right on my way. Awful. Awful situation. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So the NBA back tonight, like you said, nine games on the schedule. You got some good ones there as well. Uh, but the Knicks and the Nets are not going to be back until tomorrow. Knicks will be in D.C. to take on the Wiz. Nets will be in Chicago to take on the Bulls. That'll be tomorrow night. So we'll probably do a lot of NBA tomorrow to close out the work week, though. But did you see uh, one guy who was back Last night is our buddy Mac McClung, who won the dunk contest. Philadelphia 76ers, but he's back in the G League. How you win the dunk contest? They send you back down, man. That's the way it goes. You, you know, he's he made like hundred. A- he made a hundred thousand and got a Puma contract. How you gonna be on the bench and got a Puma contract, man? That's disrespecting Clyde Frazier. That's disrespecting uh, Lamelo Ball. Come on, man. How are we gonna build the brand if all if, if your guys are scrubs? Well, speaking of scrubs, here's the thing that's that's weird about it. So he wins the dunk contest, and he plays for the Delaware Blue Coats of the G League. 
Ticket demand apparently was like eight times normal for a Delaware game when it came to trying to move some ducats there, all because they wanted to get a look at Mac McClung, and I think he barely played in that game last <laughs> Like, he can't even get off the bench in the G League, but the dude's winning the dunk contest. How's hey, that possible? Hey, listen, his stock is up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. He can go out there and, and just go with the and one mix tour and be able to make more money than he making in the G League, 100000 He might as well, right? He should just go with the Harlem Globetrotters. He can be an affirmative action. <laughs> Does that work for the Harlem Globetrotters? They need a guy? No, but it's reverse uh, affirmative action. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's checking a box regardless. Yeah, you got to you, you get you a white guy in there. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you'll probably get more, more book, more dates. I'm just trying to, I'm looking at some of this footage or whatever, and there's, I mean, I don't know what they're talking about eight times or whatnot. It still doesn't look like it was that packed. He leads the team. He leads the team in scoring, and he shoots 50% from three. Mac McClung. I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, did you see our boy um, Eric Bieniemy had his press conference today with Washington? Yeah, man. He showed up like my um, my um, deacon that steals from the church. Do all deacons steal from the church or just yours? Uh, it's been a Some few. Some of them? It's been a few. You, know, you, got, you, got, you, got, you know. He looks like he means well. Yeah, he's he, he taking 10% off the collection plate. He was dressed, he, well, because he's got to pay for the suit. He was dressed to the nines. Yeah, man. Three-piece. When, you, when you're that big, I don't think you should wear anything but a jacket. I think that was the first time I've seen him in anything other than, like, Kansas City Chiefs stuff. Well, listen. It's all football. Listen, the, 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 the craziest thing is that he won two championships as the offensive coordinator. Right. The guys that lost, the defense coordinator and the offense coordinator, both got head coaching jobs. That's a good and point. And don't tell me about interviewing well because Sirianni first press conference was horrible and I don't care about how you interview I care about were how you, you impressed by these other guys the, the the coordinators for the Eagles their press conferences I didn't even listen to no, it was, it was rough but that's what I'm saying so like the fact that Eric is he's the only one out of these coaches too that I know that played at a high level he's a great football player mm-hmm. as well and Smart why is it, football why, player. Right, and why is it harder for him to get a head coaching job? He doesn't get the same grace that Matt Nagy got. Matt Nagy, you know, was the offense coordinator, got all the credit. Mitchell Trubisky. Here, here, here's uh, Jonathan Gannon, some of his press conference when he was announced, or, you know, uh, his intro for the head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. What's up? Hey! What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, room Explosives. Explosives. You can run. Well, that wasn't the press conference. That was when he was like meeting the walk in the hallways, and it was a player. I didn't see who it was, but it was kind of like the "Hey, man, what's up?" It was it was awkward. Yeah, they they look like they look like uh, fraternity guys. <laughs> I, listen, I I, I, gave, I, listen, I I gave you credit for looking younger than you really are. Those dudes look horrible. He looked like Metaverse. One of the dudes, I forgot. Right. I think the one went Indianapolis. He looked like Metaverse Matt Ryan. And he's Big in his, old face. And he's in his 30s. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 37. Bad. Old face. Bad. Uh, that's it for us. Yeah, Good see job. You see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. We'll finish S- out the week. Sour hour. He's Bart Scott. I'm Dan Grasso. Bart and Han. K-Show next. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.